but the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing. God, even take the service to another level. Take this service, God, into another place in you, God, like never before. Oh, God, I pray that you will hide me behind the cross, that you will give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you would till up the foul grounds of our heart to make preaching, teaching easy and receptible for your people, oh, God. Oh, God, I pray that you will hide me behind the cross, that you would give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven. I call forth revelation. I call forth the teaching. I call forth the greater understanding of the word of God like never before, God, that you would hide me behind the cross. Take me behind the veil, oh God, that revelation, that understanding, that God, that you would connect the dots like never before, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. If I was going to preach a topic today, it would be there is a famine coming. We're going to be in Genesis 41 verses 15 through 32. We're going to be in Amos 8, verses 11 and 12. 2 Corinthians 11 and 14. If God permits me to go there, I make my references to Matthew 5 and 13. Genesis 1 and 1 and 3. I'm going to give you, I'm going to Amos 8 and 11 before I go to Genesis 41. There is a famine coming. I looked up the word famine. It says extreme scarcity of food. And we're talking about a famine. We're going to go to Amos 8 and 11. And we're going to read and see what Amos is saying about a famine. He says, behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the word of the Lord. I want to talk about this for a minute. We know that a famine is coming in the land. He said it's not going to be for bread or water, but it's the people hearing the word of God. You got to understand something. That's why God keeps giving me the subconscious of your mind. You want to know why? That your mind is all plagued with all kind of stuff. And it's hard for you to hear the word of God. And it seems like people's hearts have become callous. And they continue to do the same thing over and over again. It's like they're walking around in their own insanity. You want to know why God is speaking, but you're not hearing it. There's something wrong with your heart. There's something wrong with your hearing. Because there's a scarceness that's coming for you really understanding the word. You're reading the word, but you have no understanding. So therefore, there's no depth. If I'm not getting no depth, that means I'm not going deeper in God. You've got to understand something that always coming now. That we got to come into the darkness and the deepest things of the word of God. Because God is speaking something different. But my people have come into a place that they hear it has become dull. There's a famine coming. And Amos is letting you know it's hearing the word of God. Everybody's got something they're hearing, but it's not of God. And people don't understand something. There's going to be many false prophets coming in the land. There's going to be many things that's going to look and sound like God, but it's not going to be like God. You got to understand something. He said, my sheep know my voice. No other will they follow. Why we're following everything else but the word of God. And if you say something contrary to what they want to hear, they're going to get mad at you. 
because there's something wrong with their hearing. There's something wrong with their understanding of what you're trying to tell them. And as I told you in the, in the prayer this morning, there's going to be prophets that's going to be raised up and the ones that's here in the land now, that's true prophets. When they speak the word of God and they tell people their sins and their transgressions, they're either going to be already halfway lukewarm in the church. They're going to leave God. And don't look at yourself that you're saying that you're leaving the church. You're going to leave God because God is about truth. They're not going to be able to take the truth because they have no depth. You've got to understand something. The deep is calling to the deep. Huh? And if you're not trying to go deeper in God, but deeper in your subconscious of your mind, huh, you're never going to be able to hear the word of God. Huh? You're always going to be crazy. You're always going to be in a place of stability. You're always going to be liking. You're always going to be in a place of depression. You're always going to be in a place of famine in your mind. Huh? You're always going to be in a scarcity huh, of healing the word of God and being that bread of heaven. Huh? Feed me till I want no more. That bread that's coming down from heaven, that is the word of God, that is the voice of God that's coming in the land. You will not be able to understand it and eat that bread because you're going to say, what is it like the children did out there in the wilderness? They say, what is it? Because it didn't look like what they were normally used to in Egypt. If God is bringing you out of Egypt, how do you think the bread is going to be the same? Because bread of heaven is not like bread that was in Egypt. It's not like the bread that's in your mind. That's not like the bread that's in Satan's kingdom and Babylon in which you're living in. But you got to understand something. So many people have a problem. They cannot disconnect themselves to the things of this world. And the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is not being renewed because you're not putting yourself in a place. God is requiring all of us. He's not requiring part of us. He's not requiring what you want to throw to him. God is not taking anything that's not of him anymore. Anything that we feel in him. He's not going to receive it anymore because the temple's getting holy and he's looking for holy things. You need to understand something. We have defiled the temple long enough. We done put God in the middle of day, John. And that's why God is saying no other God will be in my other presence. And how can my children, my sheep have all of these other idols and gods in their land and in their heart and they come before me thinking that I'm going to bow down. God said you will bow down like I did Dagon in the Bible you got to understand something. They put the Ark of the Covenant in a place of adultery. And when they came back, Dagon had failed. When they put him back up, guess what? He fell down in his hands, got crushed. There's a crushing going on. There's a shifting and a moving of the spirit. There's a famine coming in the land. And my people, which are called by my name, are not even ready. They're rejecting me and don't even know it. In this case, the hearing of the word is, is a problem, not with the pastors. It's not going to be with anything else. It's the people that have a place, of, uh, a problem with hearing what God is saying. You need to understand something. Where are we hearing? It's not going to be with the pastor, the person that delivering the word, or the five-fold ministry. The problem is going to be you, because you have not gone home and walked the word according to the soul. You have not walked the word according to your flesh. You have not walked the word that it will cleanse and wash you. You have not allowed the word of God 
which was spoken by the men and women of God, allow it to go home and to wash you. You have not prayed and fasted. I don't know what you're doing, but that's got to be a change in the land. Huh? You got to understand something. Satan is getting strong in the land, huh? and everybody's going crazy these days. Huh? And you need to understand something. Why is my problems getting worse? Huh? Why is my spirit is not being liberated in the things of God? Freedom first comes by hearing the word and having an understanding of the word. But you read God's word and you come up with your own understanding. And it's failing you. Because the days are going to come that your understanding is not going to be there anymore. There's going to be another spirit that's overtaking you. And you're going to be walking around dead. You're going to be walking around in a drought situation. You're going to be walking around in a place that you don't even know where you are. But the devil going to make sure you get there and pay that money to whatever he wants. But anything of God, there's going to be a scarceness. And I pray for all the pastors got churches. Right now, I speak to all the pastors all over the world. This famine is coming in in the church. Don't worry about the bills. Don't worry about it. God is going to make a way for you. I encourage you now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. People are going to stop paying their tithes and offerings. They're going to give Satan everything they got because that's who they're serving. But the men and women of God, they're serving God. God said, I take care of my own. Verse 12. And they shall wander from sea to sea. That's why they from one extreme to the next. Everybody's trying to hear what they want. There's no stability. There's no sound doctrine when you're running here and there. And what they do is they run over here and say, this is what this pastor said. Then guess what? Because they love you, they're going to say, they lying, she lying. Then they over here, this one, this one said this, what do you say? You will never be able to hear the voice of God. And what happens? The person that really spoke the first word to you, which was God, because he knows that you're in a critical state. So he comes himself and speaks to you. Then you go back after you don't listen to all of these false prophets, false men and women of God, then you're going back to the one that told you the truth. And from the north even to the east, they shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. I want to, you can look at this. One of the things about Satan, he got y'all busy, but he ain't got y'all studying. I looked up the word famine. And it says this from Wikipedia. A famine is a widespread scarcity of food caused by several factors, including war, inflation, crop failure, population imbalance, or governmental policies. That does not get your attention. Let me read you this. Because one thing about Satan, He'll put it out there because he knows that you're so busy going everywhere else. He knows that you're not going to study. He knows that you are going to, because he keeps your mind so competitive amongst other people and yourself. This phenomenon is usually accompanied 
are followed by, it says regional, malnutrition, starvation, epidemic, and increase in, and it says, and increase morality. You need to hear that. These are the things that's happening now. This phenomenon is usually accompanied or followed by regional malnutrition, starvation, epidemic, and increased morality. This is what God showed me and told me. What you see in Africa, you will see in these lands. And this is what I wrote when he showed me this and gave me this message. I did not want to hear or say this. It says, and we thought it would never come to these lands or shores. We laughed at them people, but they will be laughing at USA. You are so busy following this one and that one, and you don't read. Looking and seeing what Hollywood is doing. Because every time you are there and you get on that Instagram and you get on, on YouTube or you get on anywhere else, even when you just type up NBC, ABC, it's always something there on the search engine about what some politician is doing, what Hollywood is doing. And you're reading it. Looking and seeing what Hollywood is doing. The city of angels. Satan turned himself into an angel of, angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11 and 14. You don't even understand what Satan is doing. You don't understand the manipulation that's going on right now in our minds. You, what you think the fight is to keeping your mind sanity is about. You need to understand what's going on. And those that don't believe the word of God are going to be going this way and that way, trying to find an answer. But the answer's in the word of God. They can pick up anything else and read. They can read about whatever's happening in somebody else's life. But nobody wants to address what is going on in my life. Because if I don't want to face what's going on with me, I don't want to face my reality. But the sooner you face it, the better off you're going to be. And I let God get a hold of you and bring deliverance. That means cast the devil out. They ain't telling you that no more. They telling you to medicate yourself. They telling you to drown yourself from medicine. But that spirit got to be cast out in the name of Jesus Christ. There's a famine coming in the land. You need to see what's going on. Satan is light years ahead of us. <laughs> Hosea 4 and 6 says, my people are destroyed. I looked up the word destroyed. It says put an end to the existence of. Satan is destroying you for a lack of knowledge in the word of God. Therefore, I cannot rightly divide the word of truth. I'm running here for trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Because they have rejected my knowledge. 
because my knowledge don't fit in with what the world is saying, what my best friend is saying, what some man done told you. Why are you in the house of God and you still dealing with what somebody told you 30 years ago and you done been in the house of God 20 years and you ain't got delivered yet of a craziness? You want to know why you double-minded, why you split-minded, and then you continue to go back to that same person that did you like a dog over and over again. It's called insanity. What is insanity? Doing the same thing, expecting a different result, but yet you ain't trying to hear God. You're not trying to be on the Lord's side. You're still out there with Baal and all of those people, and they're cutting you up all day long. They got you doing all this kind of stuff. They got you out there in the hot sun, beckoning on them, waiting on them. They got you doing all kind of crazy sales because they got your mind. Oh, but Elijah put an end to it. You better make some decisions before the famine comes. You better say, well, I'm not cutting myself. Yes, you are. Why are you crazy? Why are you split-minded? Why is it hard for you to come to church? Why is it hard for you to believe God? Why are you coming in any kind of way? Your mind is on everything else but the word of God. Why are you worried about this and why are you worried about that? We are the people of God. The Bible is left for us. Revelations is left for the world. You got to understand something. I got to eat this thing. Eat the whole book. I got to meditate on day and night. I got to sleep with it under my pillow. I got to brush my teeth with it. I got to cook the meat in the chicken with it. I got to have the mashed potatoes with it. I got it around my living room, my bedroom. I got it around my kitchen table. I got it on my job. I better eat this word. I better taste it and see that the Lord is good. There's a famine coming. It is hearing the word of God. I pray that your soul is right. Because I got some issues going on. And I need God to fix them in this season. I can't be playing because my soul just got a little bit closer to my end times. You got to understand something was going on. What you did last year, what you did last month, don't even matter. God said it's what you're doing right now. You better get your soul closer and closer to the things of God. You better start letting the Holy Spirit and the fire of God eradicate. Get rid of, burn it up out of you. You need to understand something every day. It's like a thousand with the Lord. Why do you think he's waiting on your time. He's going to crack the sky and your soul is going to be hung out there and somewhere it shouldn't be. You need to understand this. And you sit here and you ask yourself, we don't have no power. I ain't got no power. Why you ain't got no power? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You got to hear this thing. You can't just quote some scripture. Huh? Lorel, I can sit there and quote some scripture, huh? but it don't mean I believe what I say. I'm just trying to win you over to have you thinking I'm in a place that I'm not. Huh? Oh, but when you got the power, huh? you can destroy the works of Satan. Huh? You can rest at night. Huh? God will raise you up to be something more than what you thought that you can be. Huh? But you're so busy trying to compete with your neighbor, huh? but yet you never come into the place of the truth and knowledge who Jesus Christ is. Satan don't care about you, but he cares about that soul. And the people that's assigned to you. And you think the people that's assigned to you is in your family. Who you sit around the table with. You're so busy trying to win them. But you better go out in the streets and the hedges and highways. 
Tell me where the disciples went back to their house. He said the greatest commission was go into the hedges and highways. You so busy trying to bring the hedges and highways to your own house and they ain't trying to hear you. They don't even care. Huh? They're going to take your money and food and spit in your face in a little while. Huh? You better be see. Huh? God will turn them over on you huh? just as fast as you know what you love. Huh? You better learn how to let them go huh? and do what the Lord say do. Huh? You need to follow righteousness. Huh? Not what I think is right in my mind. There's a difference. Let's go to Genesis 41 and 15. I'm starting at 15. Joseph's test with Potiphar's dream. In order for Joseph to be in this place at the right time and at the right place, And when you know the life of Joseph, it has not been easy. Because you're going to sit there and think that you're going to tell God how hard your life is. That's why I didn't let you use me. Okay. It's in the Bible. Do you read it? No, what I'm saying, do you have revelation of it? That's the difference. People are not talking about revelation. Everybody's got a hard life. Everybody's got something in this world, Babylon, that you're struggling with, or that you have struggled with. But we say that we got the king of glory on the inside of us. Huh? We can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Huh? No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. You quote all of this, but yet when that rubber meets the road, huh, you can't do what you say you're going to do. And so therefore, you're not failing your God. You're failing yourself. Because he'll pick somebody else up to do the same thing that you can do. And this is what's going to happen in this hour. Because if God promised that so many people are going to be saved and, and all of this, he's going to raise up other people now. It could be anybody over the street that God is going to raise up and go back and do the work. Because my pastors, my five-fold ministry, my born-again believers are not doing what they're called to do. And that's go out there into the hedges and the highways and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. You so busy trying to run around and get everything that they have, but yet you going to lose your soul like they have and then you coming in the house of God and wondering why the spirit is so far from you that's what you need to understand we're in love with things more than we are with God oh well Pastor Lynn that's why he took everything I bet you I'm preaching the gospel now I done had it all. And then gave a lot of it away. And I don't let it run in my heart. You better pray about your soul salvation. You better pray about the imps and the mites huh, that's in your heart. Huh. You better pray about everything huh, that you think that you are living with and dealing with that can affect your anointing and affect your place in God. Huh. It's all right to have nice stuff, huh, but you shouldn't let it overtake you. Huh. It's okay to have things huh, because all the men and women in the Bible, a lot of them were rich and wealthy people, but they did what God said do. The Bible says seek the kingdom of God and all of these things shall be. Because we're not in a shabby, we can't wait on him. 
and we want to know why we're in debt. Why we owe Macy's Legacy and everybody else? Because we couldn't wait on the Shelby. God, you're taking too long. And he's saying to you, you past due. You need to understand something. There's a famine coming. You better get your soul right. Huh? You better start checking yourself. Huh? We're going to be reading about Joseph. Huh? Joseph was in a place. Huh? He didn't allow his situation to overtake him. He stayed in the place, even in his suffering, that God may get the glory out of it. And when his time had come, he delivered. God knows how to work a miracle <laughs> that you can be in a place huh, to receive it. Huh? It really wasn't about Pharaoh. Huh? It was about God created that thing huh, that Joseph time huh, had came huh, and he was in place huh, and he got the skipping huh, and told Pharaoh huh, everything that happened. Huh? He told Pharaoh the revelation huh, even in his sorcery couldn't do it. Huh? You need to understand something. Huh? When God created a miracle for you huh, he'll create it out of nowhere huh? and you need to see huh, that God created the miracle and guess what Joseph just got himself together even the magicians and the sorcerers couldn't figure it out but God created that thing for Pharaoh that Joseph can't be blessed why you think God don't use your enemies to bless you I told you the next level the wicked of the wealth of the victim is laid up for the just I'm telling you you finna get their money there's gonna be a changing of the gods Because it's coming down now. But God is only going to bless the people that they showed himself trustworthy. If you have not shown yourself trustworthy, you're not going to be a part of it. You're going to still be struggling. You're still going to be just getting by. And the false prophet is going to still be false prophesying to you. And you believe in it. But yet you don't never want to hear the truth. Yet you don't want to see the truth. Genesis 41, 15. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have a dream, a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. But I have heard it and said, you that can understand a dream to interpret it. So Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, it is not in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. You need to understand. Did you hear this? Genesis 41, 16. God created a, a situation that Pharaoh did not have peace. So the people that you work for on the job, they want to promote their friends. God is going to fix it because they fans are the ones that's around them that's telling them it's going to be all right, but they still ain't got no peace. They still complacent. It's going to bother them so bad, they're going to run to you on that job. You need to understand why you're down there doing what you're doing. You need to understand what is going to happen to you. God has created a miracle that you can come out on top. But can you stick with God? Seventeen. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in a dream I stood on the bank of the river. 
the river fine looking and fat, and they fed in the meadows. Hold on, let me go back to 18. Suddenly, seven cows came up out of the river, fine looking and fat, and they fed in the meadows. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly, and gulp. And I looked up that word, gulp means like um, lean, haggard. And it says, such ugliness as I have never seen in all the land of Egypt. Verse 20. It says, and the gulp and ugly cows ate up the first seven, the fat cows. When they had eaten them up, no one would have known that they had eaten them. For they were just as ugly as the beginning, so I was in awe. Let me tell you something. This is what is going to happen. See, some things only God can do. I want you to get this revelation. The, the ugly cows ate up the good cows and still look bad. And you sitting there thinking in my situation, how can this thing be turned around? Only God can do this. They eating up all my tithes and offering. Every time I can't keep nothing. can you go? That's a famine. And I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. If America don't turn from their wicked ways. It's going to shift. Because it, in actuality, in your smart intellectual minds, after the, um, the bad, the ugly cows ate up the good cows, it should have made them well. It didn't. They was in such a poverty state. When other countries come over and help us, it's still, we're going to be in a state of poverty. move his hand, you're going to stay in that state. If you are in malnutrition with the word, and a prophet comes, and if they don't have the power of God, they're not going to be able to make you well. Look at this state. Let's read some more. But do you notice how he said they were ugly? They were grotesque. Grotesque, excuse me.
It says, and I saw in my dream, and suddenly, verse 22, it says, heads came up on the stalk, full and good. Then behold, seven heads, it says, withered. Then, and be uh, blamed by the east wind, spread up after them. And I looked at that, blight, excuse me. It means right here. It says, in fact, plant with blight. It says right here, have a severely um, detrimental effect. So when the wheat was infected by blight, it had infected everything. So it was nothing good. And also when you look up blight, it mean it says mildew is one of the things in the synonyms. And y'all think that they are mass producing now in over in these foreign lands that y'all y'all laughing at? Because America's always been number one. Now, about 10 years ago, they sent y'all these drywalls and it messed it up. Now just imagine when you got to get food from over there. And I'm going to tell you something, the way we eat is not the way they eat in all these different countries. See, it's one thing importing um, like wood and all of this stuff, but it's another thing when you're importing food. And it is going to be so high that you ain't going to be able to buy because now they got import, export tax. going to be imported. Because my people have failed to heed my voice. When God sends a famine in the land, it's a famine. Let's go on down, verse 24. Genesis 41, 24. It says, and the thin heads devoured the seven good heads. So I told this to my magicians. But there was no one who could explain it to me. A magician don't look in the Bible. The people of God, we look into the Bible for our answers. But no, you don't do that. You on Facebook. You calling some false prophet up. You running here and there for a word because there's nothing inside of you. Because you've been infected. I'm gonna tell you something. You ever seen a person that does not have, haven't had water in years, they bite it, the, it, the skin falls off, it, they get weak and all of this stuff. That's where the cows were. And the food that they are getting 
it's not even nourishing them because they're leaning on everything else. And I got to read you this. Matthew 5.13, when the salt has lost its flavor. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has loses its savor, New King James says, flavor, savor, taste, good for food or drink. And you don't understand that this famine is what our souls because the people, the men and women of God have not preached the truth. And therefore the people are in a destitute state. And it's got them to a place. You ever seen somebody really sick in malnutrition or anybody that's sick? You notice it affects their mind. They, you be trying to give them the ID, they, they be like all over the place. Don't give me that. Because they mind has been infected by the disease within. So as they run rapid in the body, and they will reject the medicine to stay in that state because they don't lost their mind due to the sickness within. That's the church. Don't want to hear the word of God. Rather live in a lie and a subconscious of your sick mind. You'll believe some, what somebody else tell you negative about yourself, but then the word of God comes and says, thus I say, get up out of that bed of affliction, blah, 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 blah. You don't want to hear that. And what you love will judge you. And we don't even understand that. And I want to, I'm gonna put my hands there. It's in Jeremiah. Jeremiah tells you that your own wickedness shall reprove you. But let me tell you, this is what God spoke to me and told me. People are going to be walking around and asking what is the Lord saying? COVID has us worried and asking for food and water, but did not have us the body of Christ looking for God. They have fattened us up with food. Everyone has gained weight, but we got lazy, slim in the things of God. The government even had the churches giving you food, but they could not open the doors to give you the word of God. Tell me Satan ain't got a plan. Selah! Stop, pause, and think about it. Now my people have stepped away from me. God said, let the same food that provided for you sustain you. You need to see that we have angered him. Sustain, strengthen or support physically or mentally. God said the same food that the government has poisoned your mind against me with. Let it provide you strength. Let it sustain you physically and mentally. But everybody know the world. They're going to medicate you. 
That's why they're medicating all of y'all now. And they loading you down with it. Look at what they're doing. <laughs> you can ride to the charge and get the government food. <laughs> but you better not go in there no more than 10 or 15 people. And there was a like of the word. And just imagine the church was already in a destitute state before COVID. And then it has a year. Let's look at that one year. We talk about 2020. Let's look at 2020 in the spiritual realm as being about, um, it's, let's say 12 months, let, let's say 12 months, let's say 12 years in the spiritual realm. I want you to think about it. That's how far the back we are from God. And why is it hard to open the church? <laughs> People's mind ain't there. Let's go Genesis 41. Verse 25, then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh are one, but God showed Pharaoh that he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years. And the seven good heads are the seven years. The dreams are one. It says, and the seven thin and ugly cows which come up after, after them are the seven years and the seven empty heads Blightened by the east wind are seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have um, spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Now you need to ask yourself, why would, because you got to remember, he created it. But why would he show it to a sinner and not Joseph? Pharaoh was a sinner. He's using that to bring Joseph into his purpose, but yet he could have did it another way. And I'm going to tell you something, and I said this on Wednesday night. When a sinner going through, they had their bottle of liquor, but they opened that Bible up. But you ain't got enough sense to open up your Bible. You're going to open up your phone and swirl through it. But a sinner will be right there at the house with that bottle of liquor. But he's going to open up the Bible and he's going to say, my granddad and my grandmama, this is what they told me to do. They know, but they know where to go back. God can sober up anybody. You need to understand why God is reversing things. Because my people don't love me. They don't keep my commandments. But they fall of dead men's bones and philosophies and doctrine of men. And you want to know why the salt has lost its flavor? We're not salting the earth. The earth is overtaking us. And the light has grown dim. And y'all thinking that the sky is going to be, it's going to be pretty before Jesus. It's going to be dark. It's going to be dark times and a dark world. 
He said, if I don't even cut off the dates, even the very lack is going to be deceived. And you think you got enough in you to sustain you now? Hmm. Check yourself. Every day. You're just going through life not even checking your Holy Ghost, not even checking your salvation, not even checking your soul. How do you do that? Ask God. I'm going to go to verse 32. It says, and the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the things is established by God. And God will surely bring it to pass. I want to talk about that. He's going to bring it to pass. I want to read you this. Matthew 4 and 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. The earth will be empty without the word of God. God took me to Genesis 1, 1 and 3. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. I want you to catch this. And the earth was with, it says, without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Without the word of God, it is void. No vegetation. No life, no form, no clear thinking, sickness, confusion of the mind. You have not seen people going crazy yet. The crazy house on the seventh floor ain't gonna be able to handle it. The same thing they did for jail people, they're going to do for these crazy people. They're going to put a chain or whatever it is on their leg, and when they leave that house, then a cop or somebody, or a patrol officer, or somebody that handles the crazy people, going to go by and say, oh, they got out again. They're going to monitor you, everything on the, on the screen. That's why they got you with these phones. I got a friend every time a new phone, she got the habit. And it's expensive. What these phones cost, but they got you doing it because they tell you new net technology, but they're going to use that same technology against you. That's going to be your little jail. That's going to be your little tracking device. You don't have time to do what you've been doing. Everything is going back to Genesis. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Because you got to understand something in the drought. That water is contaminated. It's not moving. It is not living water. We should be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. That we should not be moved. Because we're not moving in God. The waters have dried up and got stale. Mildew, contaminated, poison. Verse 3, and the Lord said, let there be life. And there was life. Unless God speaks, it would, nothing would change. And you got to remember when you read in Genesis, it don't read like that. Verse 1 could have been 1,000 years. Verse 2 could have been another 2,000 years.
Because after we get raptured out here, let's go back to the end times. What is going to happen in the end times? It tells you that we're going to be raptured out of here. Rapture is really not in the Bible. We're going to be caught up in the Adam God. Then there's going to be peace for a thousand years and then Satan's going to be released again. Okay, get a revelation. That's the word. We're talking about Genesis 1 and 1. I'm going to close with this, 2 Corinthians 16 and 9. This is the New King James Version. I may read the Amplified Version as well. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. I don't know what to pray. You can start here. My fight is not with Laurel. It's not with Barbette, it's not with Danielle. We're fighting a world war. You saved me, you worried about what somebody weighing. You gonna miss heaven. version. For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth so he may support those whose heart is completely his. I pray that something's been said and done in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray. Amen.